It's Office Hours with me, Chris. Well, hello. Welcome in. This is a a cozy office session. It's just Brentley and I. Hey there, Brent. Oh, hey. It's nice and warm in here. We're bringing people in on a a non-traditional Office Hours day to just kind of catch up. We've got some travel going on, so we don't have the regularly scheduled Office Hours program for you. But we missed you, and we wanted to keep the feed alive and check in, so we thought we'd catch you up to date with what we've been doing, the travel going on, the woes, and of course, some other random updates. So why don't we start with you, Brent, since you just got home. Mm. Can you tell the peeps, give them a quick recap what you were up to, and uh, how the travel went, any stories you want to share? Yeah, sure. Stories were had, you know, that's the whole point of traveling. Especially getting out there, right? <laughs> but we'll hear about that. Oh, uh, well, I don't think we have enough recording time to tell that entire story. Yeah, we might need more disk space. Well, I was headed to Ontario, back to where I grew up to hang out with some extended family, because a good uncle of mine was getting married, and he kindly asked me to photograph the thing. And uh, so I had to show up. Gave myself, you know, three days to get there. Should have only taken one day, but it took three days. Basically, that's the short version of the story. And I, I, I had to drive, which wasn't part of my original plan. And I arrived in town just in time to be at the wedding. I was supposed to be there a day in advance, and it just all went horribly wrong. Favorite part of the story for me, because I've heard a little bit longer version, is uh, Brent was down to the wire. And he knew it was going to be down to the wire as he was approaching the wedding. Oh, yeah. So he stops at a Canadian <laughs> rest stop. On his way, like just a little bit outside of town, to change into his wedding outfit. But of course, uh, there were some hungry critters there. Well, I don't know if they're critters, but there was some hungry, hungry uh, insects there, weren't there? Yeah, I, it's. You said Canadian rest stop, and this was a perfect one. It's literally just a tiny little road with a sign that says, you know, left. And uh, you, you drive in there, and it's you're just in the middle of the forest with a few outhouses and. Uh, and a lot of mosquitoes, Chris, like swarms oh. of mosquitoes. And I'm like, you know, just in a hurry. I'm stripping down, so I hardly have anything on, and there's nobody around, so I don't care. Uh, except there were many, many, many mosquitoes, and I suffered. So you're just standing, like, next to the car naked? Oh, yeah. Getting bit? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I got, I don't know, something on the ground. I got my shoes off. I got my shirt off and everything off. And I'm just, like, trying to get this, like, fancy wedding clothing on, which I'm trying not to wrinkle in the process, you know? And then I got to swat. You know, I got to swat these mosquitoes. Now, um, one of the other details I learned is that uh, you had to pick up a rental to make part of the journey, and it was a Volvo kind of crossover type car. And um, it had, like, weird styrofoam packed into the wheels. Did you ever get to the bottom of that, or did it cause any trouble? must have been just brand new, and it must have been on there from shipping, I guess. I guess I have this reputation of being a bit of a charmer. So I immediately, when there was a 30-person lineup at the rental place, started charming the guy that was helping me out. And he's like, you know what? I think I got this, like, brand new Volvo here. You want this thing? I won't even charge you for an upgrade. And I was like, heck yeah. And it turned out neither of us could figure out how to bring up the odometer on this vehicle. And I still haven't. I've never seen the thing because it's, you know, it's got all the newfangled dash whatevers. And uh, it turns out it was so new. Of course, I I left and drove all night and I only discovered this the next morning. It was so new. How new was it, Brent? Well, Chris, I'll tell you. uh, It was so new that um, the packaging was still around the brakes. There was this like... 
sort of cheap plastic, you know, that you get with like when you buy cheap earbuds at the gas station or something, there was that kind of thing around the brake system, but the wheels were on. So it's not like you could just pull it off, but you can poke your finger in there. It goes crunk, crunk. And it's just like, there's not supposed to be there. Definitely. But the brake still worked, I guess. Well, I was able to stop, but it was really loud when I had to go through a bunch of really crazy puddles because it was like kind of water was sloshing and definitely not by design. I think I told them and they were like, oh, my God, as if we gave this to you. So just another part of the adventure. That's pretty remarkable. But are you happy with the results of the photos? Did that turn out okay? That you know, I know that was at the end of the day. That was the goal. You know, I was actually super worried leading up to this because I, you know, this is like my favorite uncle, basically don't tell the others. And, uh, I said, yeah, yeah, of course. I'd love to photograph your wedding. That's like such an honor. And it's a real gift that I can give to them. But I didn't kind of clue in to the fact that I haven't really done photography in two years since the pandemic, you know, destroyed my business. Uh, so leading up to the wedding, I was like, oh my gosh, like I have to go find my camera and like, Am I going to be so rusty that it's just going to be a bad time? You know, so I was really worried. But it turns out, like riding a bike, you know, you pick up your camera and everything just came flooding back like I hadn't missed a day, which was, I didn't know that was going to happen. It's a good thing it did because it just made the rest of the day so much better. So yeah, I think I was super, super happy with uh, how the photos turned out. It was really smoky, as you might imagine. And uh, that turns out, you know, that's really diffused lighting for photographs, so just perfect perfect oh smells kind of like barbecue too yeah silver lining of the wildfires i suppose so then was the trip back home much less eventful in comparison you know i uh (laughs) my mother was gonna come back with me and she did which was we tried to figure it out and her and i haven't traveled on a plane together since the 90s when i was whoa just a wee one you know so that was fun yeah uh and so i didn't want to necessarily give her the whole like Brent travel experience. You've heard some of my stories in the past. Yeah, you, you, you save that for your enemies. So I was like, okay, I got this has to be smooth. She has expectations, right? And they're very <laughs> different than my typical style of traveling. I would, if I didn't know how awful some of your traveling has been semi recently, I would, you know, you're a world traveler. You're very adept at traveling, very adaptive too. So in some respects, if it wasn't for your bad luck, you might be the ideal person to travel with. I think it depends on your perspective. Yeah. I, you know, to get out of travel jams, I can be very creative and make stuff happen that you don't think would ever happen. True. You did get there. Which was on the way there, right? (laughs) That's exactly what it was like planes, trains and automobiles, like a modern version. So on the way back, I was like, okay, I got to make this smooth for my mom. So, you know, we drove down for five hours, but then I got a message from a JB listener And this was JB listener Marcel, who, if you remember, is a baller booster and was a Canadian living in, well, near Berlin. He he came the furthest to meet our meetup in Berlin when I was there a few months ago. Right. And Marcel sent me a little message on Matrix saying, hey, I just just caught the pre-show for Linux Unplugged and I just learned you're in Ontario. It turns out I'm also in Ontario. In southern Ontario, is there any possibility we can meet up? Because if you also remember Marcel showed up to our Berlin meetup, but there was some confusion about his luggage that he left at the train station or something. He had to go get it. And everything went wrong for him that day. And he missed most of the meetup and was super sad about it. So I felt bad. And I was like, okay, I will try my best to meet up with you, but I can't promise anything because I'm driving and who knows, and I'm with my mom and that's a variable I'm not used to. 
So it turns out we got to town in Toronto near the airport like an hour earlier than we were planning. And I planned a lot of time. So we were like three hours for early for this flight. I was like, okay, Marcel, let's do it. You got a window there. Yeah. And so I turned to my mom and like, mom, you want to like just come for dinner with a listener? It'll be super fun. And she's like, no, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> really? Really? That's understandable. I suppose. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well, can I, and this is where I started getting in trouble. I think I said, well, mom, can I just drop you off at the airport and you could just hang out? And she reluctantly said yes. So then I, you know, took this rental car, dropped her off. And luckily I was smart enough to help her check her bags in, you know, ah, be a gentleman. Yeah. yeah. Chauffeur a little bit. Um, but I also checked my own bag in because I knew if you have your bag checked in already, if you're super late for your flight, at least you could just run there and they don't need to like figure it out. Good thinking. Yep. Yeah. Learn from experience on that one. So I knew, okay, I'm way early. I'll leave my mom here. She could just figure out security and everything herself. I don't know if I'll pay for that later. And I uh, took off and met with Marcel. We had to try like three or four different places to meet up because none of us had vetted any of them. Half of them were closed like it was a nightmare. But we eventually found this like super, super dive bar and had ginger ales and just hung out for like 30 minutes and just caught up. It was really, really nice. <laughs> a 30 minute micro meetup. The things, you know, that, Brent, you are a man of the community. You moved mountains to make that happen. Yeah, it was really fun. I hope to do a much more planned meetup in the Toronto area at some point because we have a ton of listeners in that area and it's kind of central for a lot of folks too. So I think we should try doing that in the next, I don't know, six mm, months. That'd be awesome. Yeah, especially while the weather's nice. Mm -hmm. That seems like a great, great idea. Well, I'm glad you're home. You met up with mom, I assume. Yeah, she's here and all is well. So I Good. think success for the trip, I think. I'll ask her later. Well, now the real challenge begins. You know, now you got to live with mom and entertain mom. Now the, now the real challenge. It's true. At least I know all the variables in this case. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Chris? Like, uh, you've got some travels coming up. You've been planning for this uh, for months. When I was there, we were kind of planning for it. So how's that going? Yeah. That's one of the reasons why the office hour schedule is going to be a little wonky for the next couple of weeks, because I'm going to be on a summer road trip with the kids and with uh, the price of everything, really. Um, our spot we love in Bozeman, Montana, goes up every single year and uh, the cost of gas go goes up every single year. So we thought, well, what if we went somewhere new, change it up because we've been doing it for you know five, six years in a row. Kids are kind of getting used to it. And we thought we'll do a little uh, coastal tour down Washington and down Oregon. And there's uh, some farms we're going to stop at, a couple of farms, three farms. And then we're also going to visit the Tillamook Farms, which is a huge cheese and dairy factory down here. And do that whole tour thing and uh, spend time on the beach and hit the arcades. and Just kind of do a little, like, week and a half family tour. Not quite, you know, last year's. We'll see. It's new at this point. Right now I'm sort of, it feels like a huge job because there's so many things both with content to do still and also just so much still needs to be done in the gardens and in the RV, right? We, we have, we've, we really added to our dependency list with this little mini farm that we have going. You thought automating the water would be the only thing you need to worry about. Right. I mean, I'm glad we did that. And I'm glad Dom helped us really dial it in recently when he came back out, because that is an area I feel a lot more confident about now. Although Hadia did find a little leak yesterday. Oh no. We? Yeah. We're going to plug that today, this evening. Um, but then there's the the, the cornfield 
and then the squash and corn and pumpkin field, the other two big fields. How many fields are you up to now? <laughs> Three fields plus the raised, <laughs> raised beds. They are going to get watered by volunteers while we're gone. Oh, wow. That's nice. Yeah. So we've been working our butts off to weed and get them, you know, because we know when we get back, we're just going to have to do it all over again and things are going to explode. So we're trying to get like the bean steak to make sure they're that they're taking to their to their trellis and making sure that the, the tomatoes have their posts and all that because it's it's on right now. It's going to be it's going to be growing like crazy. So that's been a huge job, right? And then there's just a lot in the RV to get it ready for five people to live in there with the slides closed. It's been a while since last summer, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just did a little test drive out to the woods for a couple of days, and that went fantastic. And everybody just fell right back into their old routine. So I think that's going to be okay. I've been prepping by also set up a little umbral node in the RV and, uh, you know, put a couple hundred dollars worth of sats on there. uh, And I set up Zeus Wallet to connect to my node so I can use those sats on the road trip if we want to like buy gas or whatever we want to do with them. I don't know. It's really kind of a, it's more of like a thought experiment than anything, you know? So I had that all set up. You're bringing your bank with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm a nerd, obviously, but how freaking awesome would it be? Think about this for a second. Say I pull up to a gas station and I'm paying for gas from the sats that are on the node that's in the RV. (laughs) That's fun. Isn't that like just, I mean, just as a technology experiment, that's so awesome. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so we're also like thinking, okay, going down the road, like I want to have that set up and powered. So I have it up front in the in the passenger area. We picked up like some solo cups, you know, those drink cups for the kids and stuff. So that way they don't have to do dishes while we're going down the road. And uh, so, so this morning I, uh, I grabbed one of these new solo cups. I'm like, oh, all right, I'll have a little water. And I get myself some water and I'm sitting down in the passenger seat where I'm just kind of like looking at some stuff on my phone. And I have my water on the table there and where we have a little desk area. Oh, no. And um, I get up and I'm kind of getting my stuff because I'm packing up to go down to the studio. It's about 8.30 a.m. No, it was about 8, 8 a.m. And um, Hadia's client who's coming for acupuncture shows up like an hour early. And Levi jumps up onto the passenger dashboard to see who's there. And in doing so, knocks the solo cup full of brand new fresh water (laughs) right over. And it pours right into the back of the little mini PC that has umbral and right into the fan of the of the machine for cooling. I didn't know you were building a water cooled uh, device there. Yeah, right. (laughs) And so, like, you know, everything slows down, right? Time slows down. And I leap across the passenger seat and unplug the machine. And just as I'm unplugging it, I hear a pop. And I don't know if it was the plug, like, or if it was something inside the machine. So I pick the machine up and I'm like holding it upside down. So all the water drains out. And uh, Hadia's like, Hadia's like, isn't the Bitcoin on that machine? And I'm like, yeah, some of it. And she's like, oh, no, is it gone? I'm like, well, I, I should be able to restore it, but I don't know. I haven't tested any of that yet. And uh, she's like, well, I got to go. My patient's here. I'm like, I know. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> so I so I just bring the machine into the studio with me today, keeping it upside down the entire time. So it's like, you know, on a towel in the passenger seat as I'm going down the road. Oh, my goodness. And I'm petrified, right? I mean, it's not the end of the world, but you, nobody wants to lose a few hundred bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody wants to do that. You just got to just put the time to get this whole thing going. So I'm petrified. So I bring it into the studio and I put it on a, a new towel and I leave it set that way. And I'm thinking I'm just going to let it dry for a bit. And I'm going to open it up and 
use a hairdryer for a bit and I'm going to let it sit for like three days. Well, I'll let it just sit my entire trip, I think. And then when I get back, I'll try to power it up because I was able to restore those, that wallet on my laptop using the seed phrase and the, and, and, and and my cold wallet. And so it it all worked out, but it's a good test, I guess. Right. Yeah. I ended up testing it in production. And so I ended up messaging, I got him back at you, it's fine. She's like, oh, phew. She sent me, you know, one of those, like, relief gifts. <laughs> so that means you won't have a note on board, right? No. Nope. Oh, that's too bad. I don't think I'm going to have time now. Yeah. I know. Stinks. It was so cool, too. It was such a cool idea, you know? And I can't be mad at the dog, because <laughs> I, I shouldn't have left my water there. And I... You know, it would have been fine. It would have been fine. But somebody showed up early when I was, you know, another five minutes, the water would have been done and I would have been out the door. Right. I was just as I was packing up, I was like, I haven't had anything, you know, for like since last night, I'm going to have a little bit of water. <sighs> and I didn't really see because she just got the solo cups and the solo cups are like, yeah, I'm going to have a solo. Some water. <laughs> you know, it's like you couldn't design a better story. That's great. No, it it, it was. And Hadia was terrified. Too, you know, like just the whole sequence of events. Like, are we mad at the dog? No, I don't think so. Okay, do we figure this out? Oh crap, my patience here. Just like all of that happens within a split second. It's like flood of emotions. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so, glad you were I able think... to figure it out in the end, and that it's not that consequential. Yeah, you know what I should have done is I should have spun the note up on Linode. That's oh. what I'm thinking. Have it on Tailscale. Linode.com/slash/Jupiter. Head on over there to support the whole network and office hours, and get $100 in 60 day credit. And get the exciting news directly. Linode is now part of Akamai. All the tools that we love, like their UI and the web, the API, the command line tool, all the stuff that you use to build and deploy and stuff that lets you help, you know, scale, like seriously, our matrix system. We started that thing at like a two core box and now it's like a 48 core box. And we just scaled it incrementally as our community grew. It's all available, but now it's combined with Akamai's power and global reach. And they're expanding their services to have more computing resources and tooling while still giving you that reliable, affordable, and scalable solution for individuals and businesses of all sizes. And as part of Akamai's global network of offerings, the data centers are going to be expanding worldwide. They're investing big. They're giving you access to even more resources to help you grow your business or your project, help serve customers and clients and friends and family even better. So why wait? Experience the power of Linode, now Akamai. Go to linode.com slash Jupiter today to learn how Linode, now Akamai, can help scale your applications all the way from the cloud to the very, very edge. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like way up there in Canada. Linode.com slash Jupiter. Jupiter. I should have just, just done that. You know? Tail scaled it. I just loved, I loved the idea so much. It was the nerdness of it, having, having it right there in the machine, or right there in the RV. And to say, self-sovereign, right? Yeah. From head to tail. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there, right? Because I'm using tail scale. It's good, Brent. Well, and I was thinking Levi, you know, he's got tail and uh, all that, you know. Oh, too soon. Ask not what your podcast can boost for you, but what you can boost for your podcast. We got a nice, healthy batch of boosts that we want to catch up on, including we got ourselves a baller boost from Wise Papa John 300,000 sats. Hey, Coming in using Fountain FM. For episode 20, Breaking Brent. Hello, fellas. Long time no see. Life happened. And because of that, I've been away from podcasts for almost all of 2023 now. I'm back in the game and working to get caught up on all the shows. Glad to be listening again. Well, we're glad to have you on board again, wise Papa John. Yeah, episode 20 is quite a while ago, actually. He's 
he's catching up. He's catching up, isn't he? DJ Hunter 67 also sporting a really nice boost. I hoard that which your kind covet. 240,000 sats coming in on Podverse, boosting from episode 29. First time booster. Hey, oh. Here's to more office hours. It was a real treat to hear about JB's past. Perhaps a show about the history of JB is in the future. <laughs> you certainly have enough content. No kidding. Problem is, is like, uh, I'm not a big fan of past Chris. What? Like, I I can't really stand most of my past content just because I, I look at everything I was doing wrong. All I see is all the mistakes. I'm, I'm very forward looking on that kind of stuff. Um, I love it when people send in clips, though, and like we nailed a prediction. That's always pretty <laughs> like 10 years ago. You predicted something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's always good. Um, but I generally try to avoid it. But Wooden 501 comes in with 50,001 sat. Zuck Dub Time Machine episode 30 from Fountain says, I got the membership a few weeks ago. I'm boosting from Fountain, but I've been listening from Podverse because I, I couldn't figure out how to get the member feeds in Fountain. Would love to keep the show live. So dropping the boost in here to support. Thanks, Wooden. Yeah, I remember when I set up a member feed for a podcast that I listened to. It wasn't obvious in Fountain how to do it. I did eventually succeed, and I can't remember if I did something crazy like add a manual podcast and then put the member feed in the search box or something. Like, it was not obvious to me, but I was successful in getting a membership feed into Fountain. I like Podverse, too, though. So, you know, I love running sats, though, so it's uh, it's your choice. You pick it up. You figure it out. I like, I, I kind of, I'm a pod hopper. We need, like, a distro hopper equivalent. To somebody who moves around a lot, Pod Hopper is pretty I good. I'm a, I, I don't know. It sounds like a jump podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Pod catch fly. Uh, I catch swapper. No, <laughs> catch swapper. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Jones comes in with 25,000 sats. I hoard that which your kind covets. I'm working from the homeworld this week. Thanks. Sending from Castomatic. Dave, how do you like Castomatic? I've been thinking about giving it a go on iOS just because I have the least experience with it. But I hear iPhone users like it a lot. And uh, I don't know. What can I say? I'm a pod flopper or whatever. <laughs> a catch. <laughs> a catch swapper. No, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I'd love to hear about Castomatic. And uh, thanks for the support. Purple Dog comes in with a row of ducks. An AI host read ad sounds like a fraud to me. If an ad is worth more because it's read by the host, then surely using AI to generate that voice is artificially inflating the value of the ad. Either they're charging advertisers for something they're not getting or advertisers are getting or advertisers they're getting. They're trying to manipulate the audience into thinking they've got an endorsement from the host that doesn't necessarily exist. If that's not the intent, I don't see why you would use a voice actor. You wouldn't just use a voice actor. I agree, Purple Dog. I think it's a we're entering a new frontier of dynamic ads. And the thing about the dynamic ads is you got to get as much content into that system as possible. So that way you can fill the inventory slots that are going to be coming in there. And so it only scales so much without at some point either having like a bench of voice actors or um, generating it, I suppose. We shall see. I don't really know where it's going to go. Hal Was Right comes in with 2,100 sats. Did you know that Zeus can connect to Albi or another LND hub instance as well? I personally wouldn't mind the ads from you guys, by the way. Thanks. Yeah, hell, you're right. Turns out um, Zeus can connect to Albi. I might just do it that way. 
for my road sets. I might just I might just connect Zeus to LV. That's actually a great con. Yeah, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be even easier. Scott comes in with a handsome row of ducks. Look at those guys. Memes are the fabric of the universe. I agree. That's how we <laughs> built the Zuck Doug time machine. Uh, thank you, everybody. That We got a whole bunch of boosts this week, but uh, we're going to cut it there because this is going to be a shorty this week. We got 766,000 sats into the show this week. A total of 27 boosters. Thank you, everybody, so much who boosts into the show. We read 2,000 sats and above. Um, and uh, some we pull ahead for content if we think it's pretty great. And we'd love to stack some of those for supporting office hours while we're on the road. And then we get back, have a big banger of an episode. So if you'd like to get a boost in, I think the easiest way is really these days is get Alby. You get Alby, getalby.com. You can top it off directly. Or if you're in the States, nothing's easier than the cash app. And that cash app is useful for a whole bunch of stuff or something like strike anything that's on the lightning network. Really? It can be any light. It's, it's an open network. Basically, you get Albie, get some sats into Albie, then you go to the podcast index, find office hours, and you just boost right from there. Or if you really want to join the revolution, get podcasts with transcripts and chapters and artwork that changes as you're listening to the podcast, alternate enclosures, live streams in the podcast player, things like streaming sats from Fountain or Clips and Podverse, then you get a new podcasting 2.0 app at newpodcastapps.com, switch over to that and pod flop around like I do. And enjoy the future, newpodcastapps.com. And then you can boost right in there. There's several ways to get the sats in those apps as well. Thank you, everybody who does support. Of course, you can use your Fiat Fund coupons and become a party member at jupiter.party. Set your own price and support the whole network. There is a minimum price, but it's a premium content. Organic, locally sourced, small batch. So, you know. You pay for that, right, Brent? You know. Oh, I, I, yeah, definitely um, put a little more value onto those kind yeah. of things. No pesticides have been used in the production of these podcasts. No slavery either, you know. No, no. Well, well, some Brent labor, some child labor. It's a gray area. You know, Let's not it's a gray talk about area. It. That's why we didn't stream this one. So that way, you know, this is just a private office session. So that way people don't, people don't hear about that kind of stuff. Thank you, everybody who did boost in. We really appreciate the support. And now it is time for Le Boost. I love that one. It was time. We don't play that one enough. You know, mm-hmm. it makes me think of you every single time. Oh, thanks. We should do a me yeah. version at some point. Oh, we should. Do you play the piano? Uh, well, you better start practicing. It's a big part of it. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon. Stay subscribed. Now get out of here.